Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles in a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ride along with Laura Reynolds as she talks to the auto designers, creators, and makers about the automobiles we love as we go driving in heels. It's driving in heels. I'm Laura Reynolds, your host. And on this week's podcast, I talked directly to Ford North America EV Footprint Director, Greg Christensen. He says Ford is hiring for 11,000 new jobs, which includes two new campuses and an expanded technician training center. Then I speak with chairman of the Hyundai Motor America National Dealer Advisory Council, Kevin Riley, as he talks about Hyundai's hope on wheels to fight childhood cancer and how it came to be. So let's get started with Ford North America EV Footprint Director, Greg Christensen. I love this news, and I know Tennessee, Kentucky, Texas, everybody is going to love this news. That's right. Yeah, so go ahead and lay it out for us. Well, yeah, you know, we were with Governor Lee this morning and just just left Governor Bashir's office here in Frankfurt, uh, Kentucky, and uh, as you as you know, as, as many people have heard, we're we're announcing eleven thousand new jobs, eleven point four billion dollars of investment, manufacturing investment in the state of Tennessee and the state of Kentucky, and um, you know the the big picture here is two state of the art new manufacturing campuses. Um, the Tennessee uh, campus will have. Uh, the next generation assembly plant for, for the F-150 or the, the F-Series brand, if you will. And um, along with that, we'll have a, uh, a battery plant, a, a enormous 43 gigawatt hour battery plant. Um, here in Kentucky, two battery plants side by side, um, 86 gigawatt hours for th- those of you that, your listeners that kind of know what that is, gigafactories. Um, but just awesome, you know, 11,000 jobs. We couldn't be more excited. And I mean, what, what's, what kind of timeline are we looking at at this? Yeah. Well, we're going to be building these factories almost immediately. We're just talking to the governor about putting boots on the ground, getting field offices, start plowing um, land. We want to be respectful of the crops and some of the things that are on these wonderful pieces of property. Um, but construction to start as quickly as possible and we want to be building uh, vehicles and batteries uh, in 2025. I mean, these are enormous, enormous facilities, as you can imagine. So a lot of work to do. I'm sure listeners are like, shut up, Laura, and tell us what kind of people they're looking for so I can apply. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, this is the next generation of auto worker. You know, the, the, the vehicles are evolving in tremendous ways, both in the way that they're powered, the propulsions, systems, but also the connectivity. I mean, there are just dozens and dozens of computers in each one of these cars. And as you've probably been aware, I mean, we're, we're able to make the car better over time by updating software um, on the fly. 
And so um, we're going to we're going to train and develop the next generation of workers. So, um, you know, part of this announcement, in addition to the jobs in the new factories, is an investment in technicians and people. So part of this announcement also includes we're going to pilot this in, in Texas, 90 million dollars in Texas alone. I mean, such a great truck state. Um, we're going to develop and train the next generation of technicians to work on these cars. So, you know, it's not just about um, building these vehicles. It's also about servicing them. Well, what kind of recruiting are you doing? Because I know right now, you know, there's a lot of technicians that are kind of retiring out of the business. Yeah. And, and you're needing more and more all the time. So how are you kind of, you know, feeding that? Sure, sure. Um, you know, part of this and, and one of the reasons to make such a big announcement is obviously you know, this is significant for the states, but it is about exactly that. It is about getting the recognition out there that we're, we're ready to start working and hiring. Um, you know, we're going to start hiring and looking for workers almost immediately. Obviously, it's going to take time to build, so it'll be first be construction. Um, but we're going to be piloting with, um, with local community colleges, local universities to develop um, battery curriculum, if you will. You know, this is something that's not really done in the U.S. I mean, obviously, um, some of our competitors have started to do that. We, we're making a huge splash here. We're just, you know, uh, you know, we talked today about uh, the capacity we're announcing today is more twice double that that is produced in the United States today. I mean, so we're doubling what is produced today in this announcement alone. So, I mean, this is really going to be a partnership with, uh, you know, local communities, universities, community colleges to develop the skills necessary uh, to work because it's a different job than than there is today in the auto industry. Yeah, I mean, it just sounds like you're looking for a little bit of everyone, whether it's an yep. engineer, whether it's a technician, whether it's software. That, absolutely. I think you hit it on the head. Those are all the different criteria. There's going to be great jobs for those that are, you know, software engineers and computer programmers and things like that. But there's also going to be great jobs for, for people that want to have a, some technical training um, that don't necessarily come with a with a degree, but we want to start even talking to, you know, the high school students of today will be the, you know, will be maybe it's a freshman or a sophomore today in 2025 will be in that marketplace and say, hey, you know, this is the kind of place I would like to work. And it's not just about um, the electric vehicles, but it's the cleanliness of the factory, the sustainability of the factory. Part of the message here is, um, is about the factory itself, you know, and and um, and it, we're not even calling it a factory anymore. I'm only almost using the language of my history. You know, the the uh, Tennessee site is going to be called Blue Oval City, almost like an ecosystem um, of of sustainable manufacturing. And the Kentucky um, mega site, if you want to call it that, will be called uh, Blue Oval SK, which is our partnership with the Korean um, battery company, uh, our, our partnership is gonna be called Blue Oval SK. So we're gonna call it Blue Oval SK Battery Park. So it's gonna be you know, a campus unto itself um, for the next generation of battery manufacturing. I can just imagine as you were talking about those campuses, I'm I'm seeing, you know, where I get my laundry done. I walk over to work, <laughs> I take the kids to daycare, you know, I've got yep. my apartment in the back. <laughs> it, it's, it's gonna be amazing and, and we're gonna be great community partners, one of the things we just talked with both governors today about was um, our role and presence in the community. And we're going to immediately be reach, outreaching to the community. As I've talked to the economic development people on the governor's staff, um, you know, we're announcing 11,000 jobs, 
to work in these specific locations or these specific, on these specific campuses. But you can imagine the restaurants, the hospitality, you know, the, the education that we've talked about, um, the housing and development, the construction that surrounds. So we're excited. You know, the governor's offices often project those, those carry on, follow on indirect jobs. Um, they, they are multiple fold of what we're going to be employing on our site. So we're excited to be in the communities, these great communities in, in Kentucky and, and Tennessee. I, I want to jump back real quick to something you said earlier. You were talking yeah. about how you're going to be talking to some of the high schoolers, like freshmen and sophomores. Yeah. So if mom and dad or freshman, sophomore listening right now, what would be sure. Greg's speech? Uh, well, I mean, it, it is when I listen to Bill Ford or Jim Farley talk about this, it truly is about changing the world, um, a greener um, planet. And, um, you know, the next evolution of manufacturing, you know, Ford introduced the industrial revolution at the Roos site with the invention of the assembly plant. And in Bill Ford's remarks today, he talked about the next revolution really in changing the way. So to me, is do you want to be a part of something like that? I mean, how it's, it's such a compelling story um, to be a part of. And that's what I love about Ford and why this assignment for me, um, being over the site selection and working with all the different constituents was just a dream, you know, position for me to do after so many years of manufacturing engineering and product development. Um, so, so wonderfully blessed to be a part of something like this. Well, you practically have a cape on because you get to go on and say, <laughs> I'm bringing jobs. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's been wonderful to meet so many great people um, and not just some of the um, the leaders, but the community leaders, you know, not, not, not I've mentioned the governors, I've, I've mentioned some of the economic staff and they're wonderful, um, but community leaders and people that we were able to meet today with one of the, these wonderful events have been a real joy. Is there anywhere that I can kind of see renderings of what these campuses will look like? Yeah, um, there's this some digital renderings and videos. So if we're, if you're online um, and perhaps I can connect you with our comps teams to some of these videos, but Certainly those that we're doing here at the Capitol um, and that we did in Tennessee this morning, uh, there's some videos online that just, you know, show kind of uh, a very preliminary look, you know, digitized, really to give you the size and scale. Um, a lot of design work, quite frankly, we're just in the, in the beginnings of the building design um, as we get started here. Well, cool. So um, you posted these on your social media or they're on Ford.com? Yeah, they're on our social media uh, sites. You know, Ford. If you go Ford.com, if you go at, if on our media, media.ford.com is a great place to go. Um, and then I've been on Twitter, I've been on YouTube, and uh, you know, just kind of monitoring everything. And um, yeah, it's it's really cool to see what's out there, what people you are talking about, um, and certainly what we've put out there for people to better understand our story. Well, terrific. Well, Greg, is there anything you're like, why hasn't Laura asked me this yet? It's the most important part. No, I, we've, we've covered the gamut. The one thing I'd maybe add is um, you, you may have heard this news, but we, we did a partnership, you know, announced a partnership with Redwood Materials, um, which is a battery recycling and um, material supplier led by J.B. Straubel, um, former co-founder, you know, co-founder of Tesla, um, former CTO, um, and we just got a wonderful partnership with uh, JB and his team. Um, and we're going to do, you know, the, the one thing we're going to do uniquely with him is we're going to take old batteries, you know, and, and it's coming from cell phones and toothbrushes, computers and cars. 
And, you know, our vision is to have old batteries coming in to that site, that location, and new batteries eventually coming out. So we're really talking about sustainable battery manufacturing. Um, so that's one thing that as you look at what we've been talking about over the last couple of weeks publicly and what we've been working on for, for several months and, and maybe upwards of a year is really putting together that vision of an ecosystem, particularly for battery manufacturing. You know, people are asking, well, what happens to these batteries after they're used? Well, we'll take them back. We're going to harvest these wonderful, you know, valuable materials that are, you know, not found in the United States, quite frankly, you know, like lithium and nickel and cobalt. We're going to harvest them from old batteries and put them in new batteries. So I think that's how I'd, you know, I, I would end, end, end our conversation. Just not only are we talking about, um, you know, building these wonderful vehicles, but we're talking about a sustainable loop of manufacturing that is, uh, you know, really important to us. Right. I mean, exactly what you just said. You've taken it full circle. You really That's right. have. That's yep. awesome. we, call it, we call it closed loop manufacturing. And, uh, you know, we're totally invested in it, totally invested and committed to it. Thank you again to Greg Christensen. Make sure to subscribe to Driving in Heels to hear more manufacturer interviews every week. When we return, Hyundai continues to raise funds for research to fight childhood cancers. That's next on Driving in Heels. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need ebay motors has it at affordable prices and with ebay guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply listening to your favorite podcast that's smart earning your degree online from southern new hampshire university that's really smart with 24 7 access to coursework no set class times and dedicated student support you can go to school when and where it works for you Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is Driving in Heels with Laura Reynolds. Each week, Laura talks with auto manufacturers to keep you in the know about the latest and greatest in the cars, trucks, and SUVs you love to drive. Here's more Driving in Heels with Laura Reynolds. I'm Laura Reynolds, and you're listening to Driving in Heels. Hyundai Motor America National Dealer Advisory Council, Kevin Riley, talks about Hyundai's Hope on Wheels. I understand you're on the board for Hyundai's Hope on Wheels. 
Can you tell us a little bit about the charity itself? Yeah, well, the charity itself, Hyundai Hope on Wheels, was founded in 1998, and its purpose is to end pediatric cancer. So every time a Hyundai is sold in the United States, the dealers and Hyundai Motor America, we put our money together, and we put that into our charity, Hyundai Hope on Wheels. And that funds pediatric cancer research grants throughout the United States. And in our 23-year history, we donated over $185 million in pediatric cancer research grants. Man, that is amazing. And you guys just awarded your 2021 grants this year. Yes, we did. So this year, uh, $13 million went to uh, approximately 64 hospitals throughout uh, the United States. And they're going to do great work with these research grants and find new cures for pediatric cancers. Well, I find it amazing that you guys donate from every Hyundai sold because right now, I don't even think you can keep them on the lot. I mean, the Palisade, you can't even keep that thing on, on the dealership lot because it's just flying off of there. So that's so cool that you guys donate for every hunt they sold. Yeah, we do. You know, our, we're commitment with each and every car um, that we, you know, sell a customer right there. It's something that's just more than a vehicle. Certainly it's a relationship between us and the customer, but also it's part of something even greater. And it's, it's something that is going to change a child's life. And so, you know, we're very proud of that. Um, as it relates to the Palisade, one of my favorite, well, I'm a father of four, so my wife drives the Palisade, and uh, you're right, they, they are flying off the lots as quickly as they come in. Yeah, it's just insane. So I can imagine next year's donation is just going to be even bigger and better. <laughs> Absolutely. With the more cars we sell, the more money we raise, and uh, ultimately the more lives we save in the future. So we're very committed to this charity for 23 years and uh, looking forward to the next 23. Now, have you been on the board all 23 years? I mean, what made you guys decide that this was the charity you were going to help? Well, Laura, it's a very interesting story, and it involves, of all things, baseball. Uh, and so well, about a little over 23 years ago, a group of Boston-area Hyundai dealers, uh, they decided they want to raise money for pediatric cancer research to support uh, Dana-Farber up in the Boston area. So they donated $75 for every strikeout a Boston Red Sox pitcher threw and raised a good bit of money to support Dana-Farber. Now, my father was friends with one of those Boston area Hyundai dealers, and my father was chairman of Hyundai's National Dealer Council, and he said, you know what? We need to take this nationwide. There are a lot of uh, hospitals in California, Miami, Texas, and everywhere in between that you know need to find cures for pediatric cancer. So this uh, ultimately went national in 1998 when Hyundai Hope on Wheels was founded. And as I said, 23 years later and $185 million, we've made a lot of progress. That is just amazing. So what are your plans for the future for this charity? So our plans for the future, so certainly our core focus is supporting research and it's developing those relationships with the hospitals and communities all across the United States, understanding what they're doing to uh, develop their pediatric cancer research capabilities and support them. So that certainly is mission number one. But secondly, too, in addition to the funding, we're looking to grow awareness. So we'll do things with local hospitals uh, throughout the nation to, you know, it could be uh, we have a, something here in Washington, D.C. that the Washington area Hyundai dealers do with the support of Hope on Wheels called Stuff of Santa Fe, where, you know, in non-COVID times, um, customers would come in, leave toys for children undergoing pediatric cancer research, and then we bring those toys to the hospital. And it's a way for us to raise awareness about uh, what that hospital is doing to help cure uh, children of pediatric cancer. 
I love that story you just told, because not only are you helping with children's research, but you're actually getting to meet the kids and touch lives. Absolutely, Laura. It, it's it's an amazing experience. It's an ins- heartbreaking and inspirational all at once. Uh, again, I've been doing this for 20 plus years. And, you know, when I drive home from uh, what we call a handprint ceremony where the children's have their hand painted and they place it on the car as a symbol of their courage and bravery, you know, I take time out to talk to my four kids about, you know, putting things in perspective, you know, the challenges we all face, but, you know, what the challenges these children are facing and the bravery and the courage that they show, it really is an inspiration. And I think put things in perspective for us all. Where can we go if we want to learn more information about the charity and maybe even help out? Yeah, so you can go to HyundaiHopeOnWheels.org and you'll learn more about how all 835 Hyundai dealers are in the fight to end pediatric cancer. But then you'll also learn about more about our Hyundai Hope on Wheels National Youth Ambassadors, Jordan and Alex, and you'll learn about their stories, how you know they were diagnosed with pediatric cancer and their inspirational story about how they fought it and overcame pediatric cancer and today are cancer free. So they're a great inspiration. Um, additionally, uh, listeners can go on there and there's a donate button so they can certainly donate and help fund pediatric cancer research. But you know, finally, in the, in the grand scheme of things, they can just learn more about the need for more awareness in pediatric cancer research and spread the awareness themselves. Well, that is so great that we can actually hop in and help too. I love it. Kevin, is there anything you would like to add that you're like, why doesn't Laura ask me this? It's the most important thing. You know, Laura, uh, all the points you've hit on are the most important. You know, what we do as a group of Hyundai dealers, how passionate we are to help find an end to pediatric cancer and and what we do to support, you know, the researchers uh, that will unlock these cures. Um, But again, it's all about the children. And I would just encourage everybody to go to Hyundai Hope on Wheels. You know, when you read about Jordan, you read about Alex, you know, it will put everything in perspective for your listeners and really give them a great source of inspiration. Well, Kevin, I hope you sold some cars while we've been talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. I'm sure a few Palisades went off the lot. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate learning more about the charity. Thank you again to Kevin Riley for joining us. Make sure to subscribe to Driving in Heels to hear more manufacturers interviews. Every week, I talk directly to manufacturers to get you the latest information about vehicles you're interested in. No opinions, just straight facts from the automakers themselves. I'm your host, Laura Reynolds, and that wraps up this week's Driving in Heels. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Driving in Heels. There'll be more next week when Laura Reynolds talks directly to the manufacturers about the cars you love and the cars you want to know more about on Driving in Heels. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. 
Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.